Hello. Hello. Sorry, Sorry, I'm, I'm repeating, repeating myself. myself. Okay. okay. Ah, help! Help! help. help. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong <laughs> and Happy. <laughs> We're your hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. I'm Heather. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie. <laughs> we are having a technical moment. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's all good now. I don't hear any more. Echoes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy again. <laughs> oh, hey, I get to do the part you normally do the show where yeah. your wrongness is a strongness and happiness is just a choice. <laughs> So you can be happy no matter what shows up. Absolutely. <laughs> Just a choice. Absolutely. So what are we talking about today, Heather? Our topic is armchair time traveler. <laughs> that was why we were laughing when we started the call. We were joking around about it already. <laughs> so, um, Indeed. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how do we want to introduce this one? Do <laughs> you have something brilliant to well, say? Well, pro- maybe, maybe not. I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah. So one of the one of the interesting things that um, a, one, a capacity that you may have that you may not know that you have is being aware of the future, and yeah, that's one part of what we're going to talk about today. The other part of what we're going to talk about today, maybe this feels a little on the sketchy side <laughs> is being able to change the past. And yes. da-da-da. Okay. <laughs> so, well, so one, you may believe one, you may not, I'm not sure which one is which for you, but <laughs> these are things. So these time traveling, you know, exercises are things that both Heather and I use in our everyday life. Uh, so being yeah. aware of the future is one of the things that we play with, with making choices. Um, also looking at what our choices are creating. So maybe even you're not yeah. willing to change what you're doing, but you can still be aware of what it creates. Um, so that's that's one thing. And then, then the, the weird, wild, wacky thing you may have heard us say from time to time, good, bad, right, wrong, pod, pop, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, um, is something called the Clearing Statement of Access Consciousness. Uh, there's more information about that at theclearingstatement.com. But we use that to change the effects that the past has on our present and on the future. Yes, uh, that's one of my favorite things with the that Clearing Statement and the Tools of Access is that when we choose to change something it changes past present and future all of it um it that's been my experience of it and that's um what we uh talk about with the tools but so for example for me um start with talking about changing the past one of the things of how that works for me and how that shows up is to by using by making new choices and by the help of the clearing statement, which is really just a dynamic way to change the energy we've been functioning from, it changes the past by changing the energetic patterns I've been living from, from whenever they started. So I think like, this is I the fastest we've ever fried an entire audience. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we should. Yeah, we should send ourselves a message in the past. (laughs) (laughs) The way you're about to—that's why I was. That's why you could hear me twice. That's why there was an echo. There were already two beginnings to this show. The one, one where we one just started out days. choking and laughing, yep, and the one where we did this, we fried everybody in three minutes, three and a half minutes flat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. So maybe we should talk about this theoretically instead of as if we've actually been living from it. <laughs> I think so. I think that, and maybe we should also talk about uh, earlier, like right before we hopped on, you were talking about some of the like pitfalls of time travel, <laughs> like in an armchair right. specifically. Right. right. Since the title of the show is armchair time traveler. I was talking Absolutely. about, you know, how challenging it can be to fly an armchair. <laughs> you know, it's a little funky, <laughs> not so aerodynamic. <laughs> it kind of suddenly, you know, can fall off to one side. <laughs> Have you ever been in an armchair, one of the ones with the little reclining feature and had sort of like a reclining accident? Yeah, yeah. Either direction, falling back and be like, Whoa. "Oh yeah," or or flinging forward. Oh yeah, almost launching yourself onto the floor. Yeah, I've done that one. I think I used to try to do that when I was a little kid <laughs> to see if I could actually launch myself. <laughs> But I think really what it was is my legs were too small and too short, and so I'd have to push really hard with my legs to get the you know the feet part down, and then I just fall off because I was leaning so far. Forward oh yeah, yeah. You actually weren't really in the chair anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, huh. <laughs> What can we talk about with this with this topic? I wonder. Well, uh, let's talk about instead of talking about the past. Why don't we go ahead and talk about the future? Even though that one seems yes. like you know that one seems more unlikely. Um, <laughs> the yeah. weird part is, is it's true, and we can play around with it. And I know that you were talking about how much clearer it's gotten for you as to what your choices will create and. I am in a different uh, a different part yeah. of my journey where, again, so in, in one of the things that I've discovered while using one of the, okay, ooh, there are a million things to say at once, and I cannot say them all at the same time. I'm disappointed by that every time. So <laughs> it would, except for then everybody be like, what was that weird cacophony? So... I tried it just with two voices at the beginning of the show. <laughs> right. Um, right. So, yeah. So, um, when, okay. So, so like I said, Heather is actually getting, like having one of those times where she's actually a whole lot clearer about what her choices create. And like I said, I'm actually going through something very different. One of the things I love about the tools of access consciousness and using them all the time is that the tools, even though you may be saying the same thing, um, they change <laughs> all the time. And how you're aware of them changes all the time. So there have been yeah. times when it has been really clear where I've asked the question, 
um, A S K E D, not A S S E D. But I've asked a question and gotten very clear, energetic feedback. And right now, what I'm getting is that um, there's this other weird thing that can happen is that you can be so aware of the future that you're aware of the energy of what you're about to ask before you ask it. So by the time that you ask it, there's no longer any energy there. And anyone with animals or with kids might be aware of this um, where, you know, your animals basically answer the question, do you, you know, are you ready for dinner before you ask it? So then you ask it and you're sort of curious why they're not responding directly to you. They're like, we started dancing around like eight minutes ago. And then you ask me if I'm hungry. I told you I was hungry. And now you're asking me if I'm hungry, you weirdo. Um, and so we can start yeah. to be like that with ourselves. We can give ourselves the information. And then when we go to ask the question, you know, we ourselves are like, I already told you what I wanted, you weirdo. While meanwhile, we're like, no, I'm trying to be aware. <laughs> so stuff can get a little strange sometimes. So we'll talk about both sides of it. We'll talk about what happens when you're extremely aware and how to use the tools in those moments. And, you know, we can talk a little bit if anybody's interested in what happens when your um, understanding of the tools you're using is in flux. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to point out with what you were just talking I'm about. I'm turning it you know, over to you. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I got that. <laughs> so, the unspoken word. It's, um, I do want to point out with what you said, though, when it's kind of wonky because you're asking for something you actually energetically, silently already had asked for. Like it's so many of us are actually so much faster and brighter and more aware than we have ever acknowledged or anyone else has been able to acknowledge. And that can be, um, you know, a wonderful thing and it can be kind of a little sticky uh, with, uh, you know, feeling awkward or just like bumbling a little bit with all this, like you were describing. And it's like to take a moment and uh, acknowledge Oh, I mean, you were describing it before we were on this show of, oh, right, I already asked that. I just didn't think it and I didn't ask it out loud, but I actually did ask. So like you were Mm -hmm. saying how you're getting a little bit more ease by acknowledging that. Yeah. So, uh, So just, you know, for everyone listening, whenever you acknowledge something, you can have more ease with the awareness you're having already and it can continue to get easier uh, by the act of acknowledging it oh gosh I did get that that person was about to call before they called or oh right I did know to do that thing that certain way even though everyone thought I was crazy or I was wrong for doing it (laughs) you know oh I did know so every time we do that it just it increases our ability to have ease with the awareness we actually already have Um, I just wanted to point that out because it can make such a big difference. So, uh, so for me, um, yeah, yeah. You want to, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you for a second, like that was all really brilliant. And, and then I just wanted to ask you really quickly to maybe before you even talk about awareness, maybe talk about asking a question. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, again, you know, we've said it a million times, but it's worth saying again. <laughs> we're, we're taught that questions are for getting the right answer and that there is an answer. Um, but what if that's not true and what if that's not correct? What if the purpose and value of asking a question is to get more awareness? So with the tools of access, we ask questions to get awareness. And so awareness is not an answer. It's a possibility. It's a possibility of what, what you can choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the big news. <laughs> that is like, say what? Um it gets so much more useful that way, though, <laughs> you know, because the answer is always the stop of everything. Where asking a question that gives you more awareness can create something else, something different, something greater, a different possibility um, than the end of something. So it's it is a really different way to function. <laughs> it's so different. And, uh, yeah, and we, one of the just to add something. So one of the ways looking at uh, looking at something that's actually asking for a possibility versus looking for the right answer might sound something like this: If I ask, um, "What will it create if I choose this?" You'll notice there's no yes, no right, wrong answer. There's just a big open space. What will it create if I choose this? Um, versus what it, should I choose this? <laughs> should I choose this only has the option. If, first of all, it's a little bit weird because it's like, well, should you, if what, like, should you, if you want to fail, like, should you, if you want to get your feelings hurt, should you, if you want to learn something, should you, if you want your life is life to get greater should you if like the the what you're asking for is a little confusing should you I don't know should you <laughs> yes should like, isn't a very do good it if question you want to. yeah do, do you do it if you want to don't do it if you don't want to and um, whereas if you yeah. ask wow what would create if I choose this you notice how much richer that actually is, how much richer a question that is? What will it create? So you're already asking about the future by asking what it will create, meaning like I do this, what does it create? What does it create in my life? What does it create in the world? Um, so that's one way that you can start to tell that energy of an answer or the energy of asking for more awareness. The energy of asking more, for more awareness will have the sense to it like the question you know, what will it create if I choose this? It'll have a richness of information that, that also has a changeability to it. And if you ask yeah. a question that's not really a question, that's just either an exclamation point or a period, uh, when you've already decided that you will have sex with someone and then you try to ask the question, should I have sex with this person? Um, you'll get much more that energy of <laughs> the answer you already decided before you asked the question. <laughs> exactly. And afterwards you'll go, I knew I shouldn't have done that, which is how you know that you actually were aware of the future. <laughs> yeah. So instead of using answers against ourselves, uh, what we're suggesting is asking questions that can empower you to really be aware of what your choice will create. And 
So I want to explain a little bit more with that. So with that question. Do it. Yeah, I will, I will. Um, what will this, what, how did you say it exactly, Stephanie? What? I don't know. What how did, did you, I say? What I, are you, you asking you, me? You, <laughs> I'm asking exactly <laughs> how you worded it. What will this create if I choose this? Oh, yes. What will this create? Yeah, if I choose this, what will it create? This, what will it create? Okay, so if I choose this, what will it create? And you notice an energy and a spaciousness and, like Stephanie described, a richness of energy there. You also could ask, what will it create if I do not choose this? And that will be a different energy. Um, I don't know what you were asking, but that energy is so interesting. Yes, isn't it? (laughs) What were we talking um, about choosing and not choosing? Good question. <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, we have our own thing, <laughs> right? So, um, so when we talk about these tools of using your awareness to make choices, asking a question to get more awareness, that energy that came up with each question, each version of what will uh, get created if I choose this, and what will get created if I do not choose this, of those two energies, which would you like your life to become like? Because whichever one you choose is going to create that energy that you noticed after you asked it showing up in your life, becoming your life, becoming your reality. So that's a real practical example of, um, I guess, how we use these questions to choose. And so it's about following the energy. It's about using your awareness of energy rather than choosing through the filters of is it right or is it wrong or is it good or is it bad or trying to determine how it's going to turn out before you even choose anything, uh, which is what a lot of people do with questions designed to get the right answer. So, hmm, seems like it fried I mean, everybody again. <laughs> well, it fried everybody and the other part, that's three times in 18 minutes. I think it's a record. <laughs> Could be. But the other thing that happened is I all of a sudden, well, it's not all of a sudden. I've been looking at this, but it brought it up again. Where, mm-hmm. um, so we use this tool called Light and Heavy. And so Light and Heavy is, is basically about gathering what, what a choice will create in your life. So if you choose something that's light for you, which is usually something that makes you smile or take a deep breath or you know, generally get a sense uh-huh. of lightness. We say lightness because that's what, it, that's what the sense of it is. Well, that feels, that's light. Um, yeah. That, um, okay, so if you choose something that's light, it will create more lightness in your world and in your life and in the creation of your future. And if you choose something that's heavy, it'll create more of that in your life and, uh, or more of that in your world. And what I became aware of as you were asking all of those questions is as you begin to get richer and richer, conver- like energetic conversations, that, mm-hmm. that the difference between one choice and another choice may become a lot more rich. So as that energy that I was like, well, that's really interesting. What did you ask? Um, I was partially joking, but I also was getting the energy of the, the don't choose was something. Um, it was, 
it was what in, in the past I may have called heavy, but what I realized is that it was actually just a very rich conversation that created something very different than maybe I had chosen before. But the also, yeah. the, sometimes whenever you ask a question, the light and the heavy may not be one is clearly a yes and one is clearly a no. They may be two energetically rich conversations that you may not have explored before. The saying no will create one, one thing and the saying yes will create another thing. And those two different things you could choose, maybe neither one of them is bad or neither one of them is all that great, but both of them create something very different in your life. And in those times, whenever you're choosing something very different for you, um, then the energetically familiar choice may just lead to energetically familiar outcomes and the energetically unfamiliar choice may lead to energetically unfamiliar outcomes. So you're light and heavy may at some point, I know some friends of mine had talked about light and heavy. They're like, I'm not sure this works anymore. And it may just be that when you come to a point where there's not a good and a bad, there's more, there's familiar choices and there are unfamiliar choices. And the unfamiliar choice may have sort of an an interesting, unrecognizable sort of sense to it that may feel like if you're using your feelings, may feel uncomfortable at first. And that may just be a sign yeah. that it's also change. So you can always play with <laughs> these things and choose choose something and see what it creates and then be willing to make a different choice as time goes on too. Never stick yourself. This is one of the big reasons why you, we never suggest that you make a choice and then, you know, doggedly stick with it no matter what. No. Yeah. And it, again, it's a really different way to function to not be – making choices through the filter of right or wrong or good or bad or looking at anything through that lens, but instead looking at what energy is it creating. And I kind of, I want to point out, I have a little story with that too. Um, okay. I've talked to, <laughs> um, it's been a long time since I've talked about it, but I talked about uh, years ago um, having a massive amount of debt. It was like really comfortable and familiar for me to be oblivious about my money and a huge amount of debt and like not enough income, right? That was comfortable and familiar. (laughs) And it actually was an uncomfortable choice to have awareness and clarity about exactly how much debt I had, exactly how much income I was making and to like exact, like down to the penny exact, and to start making choices to have money rather than always not having enough money. And so, you know, if I would have just looked at heavy and light in terms of light is like comfortable and what I like and what feels good, uh, that would have not changed anything. I would have kept going, doing the same thing. Um, however, by going with the unfamiliar and the uncomfortable, because um, really, I mean, sincerely, it was like total discomfort with having money <laughs> and knowing what it took to run my life. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm not living like that anymore. I don't care how uncomfortable it is. I'm going in that direction of total clarity with money and actually having money until I become comfortable 
with it. And um, and it was a process. So I love what you're pointing out That is a out great there. example. Yeah. Um, so it's like if you really are looking for change in your life, you might have to choose that thing that is uncomfortable. Yet, So for me, another piece of it, though, was even though it was desperately uncomfortable, <laughs> I mean, like hands shaking, breaking out in cold sweats and wanting to puke uncomfortable, <laughs> at the same <laughs> like, we're talking uncomfortable. <laughs> um, at the same time, <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a spaciousness to it. There was a lightness to it if I didn't go into just what was uncomfortable about it. It did it were it was choices that was going towards expanding my life and making my life bigger than it was at the time. So it's you know, be like you keep saying, Stephanie, it's like be willing to play with this stuff and, and keep trying it out and see how it works for you because you know, we're all such complex beings and we have a lot going on and lots of things that we've been through in our life. Um, And finding out how these tools work in your own personal life, um, you know, just can be really rewarding. It's been amazing for me. I I wouldn't give it up for anything. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I mean, also, I mean, I hear a bunch of people just on a, like, I wanted to say, like, really pragmatic, and then I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe people don't think about joy or enjoyment of their life as pragmatic. Um, but if you did, if you did, <laughs> just, just, just that very thing that we were talking about, having, the, um, having things always be different. Some, for some people, yeah. like, when you're, when you're looking for a richer life and you are um, – what you know about your life currently is that it sort of is always the same. Just by beginning to use the tools and explore how they work, you begin to actually ask just in that you begin to ask for like, well, what would my life be like if it actually was, if there was room for change, if there was room for things to be different, if there was room for exploration and curiosity again, Um, Because I I see that a lot of people sort of lose curiosity at some point because we're seeking so hard for comfort or stability when really, and then they have to seek really um, drastic measures in order to have an exciting life, right? So everything is stable (laughs) and boring, and then you have to seek, you know, extreme things in order to have excitement in this stable, boring life. But what if your entire life could be ever enriching. So that whole idea that you're trying to get to by stability, you actually step outside this, the idea of stability and start moving towards every choice you make, creating a richer, more generative life. And having that, again, exploration and curiosity as a way of being in the world again, which always, it turns every dinner conversation into a possibility where you talked about at the very beginning, the first thing that you talked about that fried everybody, Heather was talking about yeah. things as a possibility. So what if yeah. every conversation that you had was actually a possibility instead of either something to get through or something to waste time with? <laughs> yeah. Even conversations <laughs> yeah. with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe especially conversations with yourself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm giving up the good. I'm giving up the good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
gosh, so, somehow we jumped to the end of the 30 minutes. I know. We, I was just noticing that. We time traveled. <laughs> yeah, we did. 30 minutes went by in about And like, I wasn't in an armchair, but I am on the couch. <laughs> I started moving around, actually. I'm walking around the house. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're not driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I, I I think maybe we've succeeded in, in giving our listeners some food for thought. <laughs> Possibilities. I may have been uh, more confused by this show than any show that we've had previously. So you're welcome, listeners. I hope you've had a really good time. If you stuck around, congratulations. You were either drooling on yourself or you, you caught a couple of glimpses of possibilities along the way. I'm so grateful that you joined us. <laughs> sometimes we're coherent, sometimes we're not. And, you know. That's how it goes when you're uh, a good girl who's willing to be wrong and happy. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So if you if you've enjoyed this, please let other people know. Go ahead and listen. If you were just confused, feel free to listen to previous episodes and see if it gets any better from here. Um, we'll try and let ourselves know in the past, you know, like what you enjoy. So if you want to go ahead and give us a hint so that we can start letting ourselves know for in future episodes, you can always contact us at thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com, which will take you to our blog talk radio page, or you can always visit us on Facebook, The Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong. Yep. And uh, Stephanie, do you have any uh, stuff coming up with classes or anything like that that you want to let I'm people know about? about to- I'm about to book a bunch of stuff, but I don't have anything. I will be traveling a lot coming up, and that is always a good uh-huh. if you have been around and you will be any of the places that I will be. Um, you know that that's actually a really cool time to book sessions with me um, where we can do things like photography or coaching or coaching and photography. Uh, so if you want to yeah. book any of those, I will be going to Brazil. I will be going to Vienna. I will be in Venice. I will be in uh, other places, Vail, Colorado, and Atlanta, Georgia, and Houston, I think. So all of those places. <laughs> wow. If you'll be in any of those places. Yeah, yeah, just a few coming up. <laughs> in the upcoming week. Uh, Feel free to give me a heads up and say, hey, I want to be with you in one of those places, and we'll get that all set up for you. What about you? What do you have going on? Yeah, um, I am hosting another Access Consciousness uh, certified facilitator named Liam Bramley, and uh, he's going to be traveling, by the way. Yes. He's awesome, <laughs> amazing facilitator and amazing human being. Um, he's going to be traveling from Austria and coming to San Francisco Bay Area to facilitate a one-day bars class and the four-day foundation class. So uh, I'll be hosting him for that, and uh, I'm really excited that he's coming. It's actually uh, his first. Uh, bars and foundation class that he's facilitated, I think, or at least in a really long together? time. I was like, together? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like back to back. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I, I know it, he's done it, a bunch of foundations. 
Yeah, it's been a little while, though, since he's, he took yeah. a little break for a bit, and he's getting back into the, it. And uh, The new foundation been, is phenomenal, oh, by the way. So oh, my good. gosh. Talk about <laughs> things that fry you in the first four minutes um, yeah. while giving you amazing <laughs> in tools way. and clearing. In a good way. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, an amazing absolutely. new class. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, Liam, he's, yeah, he's 23, uh, but he's been using the tools of access since he was 13 years old. Uh, so he really lives them in a dynamic way that's really fun. Wait, he's to, only 23? Uh, talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I, <Dang> know. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> know. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, for so, all anyways. you young ladies out there, he's a very sexy man, too, if you have any other mm-hmm. reason that you would like to check him out. Or young gentlemen as well. He's a very sexy man, regardless of what <laughs> gender you are, to look at. <laughs> Yes, and uh, anyone older as well, you're welcome. <laughs> Come play. <laughs> this is uh, no age restrictions or requirements. <laughs> no, I was so. just talking about, you know, if you wanted an alternative reason to show up, you know. <laughs> indeed, indeed. He's easy Other on the Other fun eyes. reasons to show up if you don't care that much about change in your life, but you'd like to spend four or five days with an incredibly sexy human being. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and if you like a Scottish accent or British <laughs> <laughs> he can do, he can do it all. <laughs> he can do it all. <laughs> I haven't heard my he southern accent just yet. Oh my god. I was with him uh several months ago and uh he he totally did about 15 or 20 minutes of all the different accents that he can do. <laughs> oh my god. He can do it all Australian, South African, <laughs> Jamaican. Uh, cowboy, <laughs> like Texan cowboy. Oh, that's so and, good. And the, it's like a really deep Scottish that you can barely understand and totally proper English, like, you know, the royalty. <laughs> like, it's really funny. So, but come play, come check it out. Uh, you can contact me or you can find him on Facebook, Liam Bramley. And uh, that will be June 16th through the 20th, uh, just north of San Francisco. So check oh, out. you may. I'm looking him up now. You, If you look him up on Facebook, you may see some of my pictures, believe it or not. Uh, yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Photos it all comes from Richard for a circle. It comes from a circle. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us. It has been such a pleasure to play with you yet again. You have been with the Good Girls Guide mm-hmm. to Being Wrong and Happy with your co-hosts Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. We are here weekly at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And um, again, you are always welcome to send in questions or comments, either way. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye, everybody. See you on there next week. TTSN. Bye.